Watching and or listening to Realish, uh, I'm Derek, and this is Matt Torado. Hey, what's going on, everyone? How are you doing today? What's good, bro? How you feeling? I'm doing all right. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. been exhausted. Today's Easter, so I was there having a family gathering. Yeah, uh, have any plans yourself or uh, trying just to just going to my parents' house? Yeah, just going to my yeah, parents' yeah. house, chilling out. That's that's pretty much it. I was I'm supposed to be watching the Celtics game at three three thirty, which I hate that they even put it on Easter. Because now I'm going to have to be watching the game on my phone while I'm at my parents' house. And that's that's, that's annoying. Right. I want to be able to watch the game, you know, where I'm sitting down, chilling out. Yeah, you know, yeah, at, yeah. At minimum, watching on my computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to pay them the common courtesy of listening. But you kind of, like, have to give them the side eye real quick. Like, yep, yep. Yeah, because no, I'm the only that, sports that, fan that, of my family. Either. I'm the only sports family, fan of my immediate family, I should say. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, I got uh, you. Yeah, nobody likes watching uh, games with me, so that's gonna be fun today. But yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. What you been watching this week? Yeah, so um, I just got a chance to watch uh, *Secret Life of Walter Mitty*, uh, directed by oh, Ben Stiller. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had a chance to watch uh, two episodes of *Severance* on Apple okay. TV, um, and then obviously what would be our main topic of discussion: nine days. So um, yeah, yeah. How about yourself? I can go into a bit more detail about those two. Those previous two projects or if you want to obviously uh you know let the folks let the folks know uh what you've been up to yeah man of, uh, um watching uh well i still have a, i have to watch uh walter he's walter mitty right yeah secret life of walter mitty does I, I had but... to check that out but that was a that was an older film right well not older that's that's like 2015 maybe yeah um i think somewhere in that ballpark i want to say like early uh uh early 2010s uh, okay. Somewhere in the ballpark. Okay. okay. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, ooh, I had to check that out, man, because uh, I've been seeing that on, um, what was that? Hulu, I think. Hulu or um, uh, HBO Max actually. HBO Max. It's, it's where I found it, but I'm not sure if it's available okay. on uh, other streaming services. You know, I've I've seen it in the last couple of weeks. Uh, uh, um, while I've been scrolling through, so I do want to check that out because I have heard some stuff about it, but, um. No, I've actually been um <laughs> I've been watching a couple of things. More so um the series Atlanta. I had to start that over again because I haven't uh the new season just came out a couple weeks back and um Jesus, it's been in twenty twenty two. I wanna say the second season ended around twenty eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. So four year hiatus basically. So yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, so I had to I had to watch the first two seasons first before I got into the third one. But uh, I also I went and um, I'm not sure if I told you this. I actually bought a PS4 uh, for my birthday because oh, okay. in hell I was going to buy a PS5. But like, <laughs> is that's you know too long of a list. Uh, but. Um, I went and got a PS4, and I actually bought The Last of Us. Um, mm. uh, PlayStation uh, title. Right with it, yeah. The second one I just finished this week, and I bought that. That is the longest uh, game that I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, I think this what, clocks in around twenty plus hours. 
maybe maybe even more but it was like it took me it took me a month to finish it i've never played a storyline that long yeah, yeah yeah but i got the so i got the uh the first one because i knew that uh hbo was going to start the uh series the production of the series for for the last of us so i wanted to get into it just so i would know what i'm going to be watching if i i have a hot take about it okay Okay. If the series is anything close to The Last of Us Part Two in terms of storytelling and uh, uh, action and all that stuff, I'm willing to bet season one of The Last of Us will be better than the Walking Dead series. Wait, in terms of Last of Us Part Two storytelling? Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if, thank if you so much for joining us. Uh, <laughs> like I said, you can find me over on Instagram. Uh, no, I'm, I'm joking around. Uh, if, yeah, if, I, the I series, if the series is comparable to The Last of Us Part Two, in terms of how they they told the story, how they how they developed it, uh, uh, I, I am willing to say because the the the. The epidemic or whatever you want to call it that yeah, they're yeah. experiencing in that in that in that game, to me is is more fascinating than it's more fascinating than The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you feel <laughs> about about the game? So no, no about 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 the take. Oh, but because... well, listen. So I, I haven't watched. I, I stopped watching uh, The Walking Dead. After Carl's death, so it'd be unfair oh, yeah, for me yeah, to yeah. say if there have been any major improvements since then. I, I know the show suffered, in my opinion, a major decline in quality. That's why I refer to the AMC wanting to save money, so they utilize they rely more on. Uh, it, it was it was just very bizarre to see the direction they took the series. Yeah, uh, yeah. in certain aspects, but in terms of the last with part two, though, I mean, I, I've been. You know, it's, it's really funny to bring that up because uh, a close friend of mine is a huge fan of the game. Like, mm. hard, he's a hardcore fan. But I, I looked him dead in the eye and I said, The Last of Us Part Two is the most poorly conceived story in the past decade. I, I, have, made, I have made that claim. Out of everything I have watched. Really? So that's based on what I have watched, right? Okay. So I do not want to. You, you understand? Because there can be like a number of examples of. Oh, you're you're telling me this is somehow you know better than Last Wars Part Two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but based on what I've seen mm-hmm. over the past decade, Last Wars mm-hmm. Part Two single-handedly is the definition of poor storytelling. It is wow terribly unrealistic in its in its execution of mental health. I, I can go I can ramble on and on and on about how terrible of a game that is on a storytelling level. Gameplay wise, entertaining enough, but when mm. I feel no emotion like no emotion to the characters, like really? why should I feel compelled to continue? I felt nothing. I felt nothing for uh Ellie's girlfriend. I felt nothing for Abby. I felt nothing for all of all of Abby's uh Abby's storylines side characters. Does that make sense? Really? Nothing. I, I, I felt zero ounce of emotion. The only emotion I, I felt... felt... Oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, like, the, the only emotion I felt 
was Joel's death. In the, spoiler alert, Joel dies in the beginning of the game. I have no issue with Joel, um, what's it called, facing the consequences of his actions from the first game. No mm. issue with that whatsoever. But the fact that they do this weird thing where they present us, it's it, there's no reason for them to have flashbacks of Ellie and Joel interacting, because it undermines the emotion of the death scene. When you show the death scene, it comes out comes out as this cliched revenge story of how Ellie's reminiscing about the past, about the time where her and Joel were able to, you know, had this strong connection with each other. If they had done the flashback this, that built built up to his death scene, that would have been far more effective. Another example is this whole, like, uh, even the whole idea of, like, Ellie being frustrated in regards to Joel lying, it's understandable, right? Because he didn't, he didn't realize the true extent of what he did. But you have to consider this. So let's say for, it's a miracle, right? Ellie dies during the procedure, and then in the first game, obviously, a cure is developed. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that. There's something called cherry picking. When you have someone as powerful as the flower flies who has this military, militaristic capability, it's very easy for them to just distribute uh, the vaccine or the cure, whatever you want to refer to it as, to some of the, some of the most powerful people. And what they do is they'll manipulate sort of um, like low tier, like basically like impoverished citizens into thinking they have a chance of getting that same cure. So yeah. if anything, the world is already okay. erupted into chaos. A vaccine is already ineffective. So I understand mm-hmm. Ellie being frustrated that Joel lied um, because at the end of the day, she also killed someone he, she was very close to in Marlene. But just the idea, like a per, like Ellie did not even consider the fact that a vaccine is just ineffective at this point when society has literally erupted into chaos. Like you're to tell me, like if I'm not mistaken, I think the population numbers, like the population of affected, is already higher than the population of humans. So yeah, like yeah, you can't yeah. you yeah. can't do anything. You literally yeah. cannot do anything. You're you're gonna find a bloater and you're gonna theoretically inject a vaccine <laughs> into him. Right, because we don't even know what the vaccine can do. Do you inject the vaccine? Is one in, thing I was wondering, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, can you inject a vaccine in the, into someone that prevents them from getting infected, or can you inject the vaccine into an infected to turn it back into a human? We don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. mind you, it's already set in like, uh, like it has a science fiction element, so you can do just about mm-hmm. anything. That's like the bare minimum of okay. what I have of issues. So I'm gonna have you continue because I can ramble on. Uh, but you go right ahead. You're good, bro. You're good. I apologize. You're good. No, no, no need to. Ugh, I think I, uh, I had to had to let that off my chest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was good. No, that was good. I think um, I actually felt every bit of the emotion in the game. I felt every bit of it. Now, the first one uh, 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 frustrated me because. Um, and I, I think I told you this. I, I had to text uh, your brothers, uh, An- uh, Angel and Jonathan, yeah. about um, figuring out how to... Because it was my first encounter with one of those bloaters. I didn't know what the hell it was. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. And they kept ripping me apart. And everything. so I said, I, I texted them, like, yo, like, how did I get through this? I almost quit the game, to be completely honest. Because <laughs> it was that frustrating. <laughs> But yeah. um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> and 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 they the, they don't tell you like they give you little hints about where to go, but you have to actually figure out certain things, right? Yeah, you sort of have to navigate the small. I I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, so those those things I I, I didn't I wasn't prepared for that yeah. going into the game, right? So the first one frustrated me in that way, but as i got through it i think i would say like maybe like 25% of it that's when i figured out oh i have to do xyz and so the rest of the game was was uh easier for me 
But the second one, the second one, I, I would actually venture to say that is the best storyline I have ever played from any game. That is the best storyline I've ever played. And I actually think that the flashbacks uh, uh, served as a, um, almost as a filler for the game, right? So it, they wanted the, the, the game to extend for however long it was, right? I actually think that the flashbacks made uh, uh, the story better because of the fact that you're able to get background on certain characters, uh, certain perspectives, certain uh, certain uh, storylines or whatnot. I think that um, they did a phenomenal job with it. And I, I'm telling you right now, when Joel was killed, I was legitimately pissed. I actually, I, 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 I was like, I, I didn't think they would actually do that. I was, like, I was like, no, like this, there's no way. I'm thinking someone's gonna come in and save the day. You know the cliche thing where yeah. someone saves the day at the end, you know, right in the nick of time. That's what I was expecting. So when they actually went through with it, it's okay. So this game, this game is on the level of like Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, in terms of anyone can get it. And anyone can get it and don't get too attached to, to these characters because something's going to happen, right? So I actually thought the storyline was was phenomenal in that sense, which got me extremely excited for the series. Um, I think that when, the series is probably going to come out next year. Yeah, it'll be 2023 it comes out. Um so I'm actually looking forward to it because I don't know um, what perspective they're going to come from with it. There's they could they could discuss how the outbreak began. Um, they could they could discuss the the fireflies more in depth because you know I still don't really know how they formulated right. Um, I want to know about all that stuff too. So I'm actually expecting the story, the, the the series to go deeper than the game, which is making me think if that's the case, this is going to be significantly better than The Walking Dead. I I walked away from The Walking Dead probably when they and this is going to sound really bad. They introduced this black guy um with a lion or a tiger or something like that. I forgot his name. Oh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, yeah. That I would say like two episodes after that, after they introduced him, is when I when I let go. I'm like, I'm, cause it it was too repetitive. They were doing too much uh uh to me, too much of the same thing. Yeah. And I I, I just I couldn't deal with it anymore. Um Yeah, I I, but I, I understand. It I, was it was a phenomenal show up until like the season prior to that. Because the season prior to that was when I started feeling like, okay, this is starting to get... Season six, yeah. Season five was... Uh, yeah. That That's was pretty mine. much it, right? What was that? That was pretty much it for you, right? I mean, I... I, I well, here's the thing, right? So, I, I mean, I was in I was in middle school when the show was airing. Oh, uh, I forget so, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
me like I, I the how I perceive films now or TV mm-hmm. shows is not the way I perceived them back then. I was watching right, right, everything. Right. I enjoyed yeah. literally I, I couldn't like I, I just watched for entertainment purposes and never looked mm-hmm. any deeper. So I was just yeah, you know, I was I was just intrigued by the world itself. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um reflecting back, you know, like the Walking Dead is such a blur to me. Yeah. Because you know, there's some of the creative decisions uh, by Scott Gimple, who who was showrunner, uh, you know, for what three, three to eight before being replaced, mm-hmm. or three to seven before being replaced, right? Mm-hmm. It cut so many corners and, and yeah. clearly did not, and you can see did it. not possess the same passion as uh, Angela Kane does now. I watch, I, I watch like a few things here and there, and I can tell they're they're trying their best to improve, but I mean, they're already uh, ordered multiple spinoffs. I don't have interest in that. Like, yeah. I, I've given up any hope on that universe being remotely good. I, I do yeah. want to pick up the graphic novels. You know, I think that that's probably the best way of I've heard a seeing how certain storylines are yeah. fulfilled and yeah. all that. Um, but I guess to tie it back into, you know, The Last of Us, the, the, thing, the thing for me is I, I will never like The Last of Us Part 2. Um, that is so I can ramble on and on and the reason why I commented about like how it's a poor reflection of mental health is because throughout the game Ellie is is very obviously PTSD ridden or mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. let me correct that so we are given like a like a direct scene of mm-hmm. that in uh in the farm so like a, it's like close to the epilogue if you know what we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. where Diane yeah. and Ellie are living together yeah um but obviously she you know she's endured a very tyrannic experience um the, the the thing that's illogical for myself is i understand that i really don't understand what they are going for with the whole ellie not killing abby thing because given that she, her mental yeah. health was deteriorating over the course of the story mm-hmm. it makes no sense for her to possess a sense of humanity after everything she went through it it, it just it's illogical to her character when you're holding it, yeah you know the killer of your father in your mm-hmm. bare hands, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you do it. Don't do not do this weird thing where, like, oh, we're, we're going to take a quick risk because, you know, we already have a generic event story. At the end of the day, Last of Us Part 2 is just another generic event story. It just has, mm-hmm. it, it really, it's a, a generic event story. But the reason mm-hmm. why she doesn't kill her is just idiotic because yeah, Ellie yeah. never interacted with, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Or what's, the Abby, like you know, like the, the um, you know, like the that. Kid that was with Abby. Yeah, you know, like the little kid, Abby, yeah. crossed over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I forget, I forget, I forget their name, I forget but his name too. Um, you know, Ellie never had an interaction with the kid mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not to say Ellie will go as far as to kill a child, but you have to remember. I mean, she slaughtered her way through God knows how many people. I mean. You know, I'm not saying that we have to sit around and, and uh, support, you know, child killing in video games, obviously. But given how Ellie was presented throughout the course of the game, especially like at the halfway mark, mm-hmm. I, I mean, is she she's really, you know, to take that that dark step. And then yeah. on, once she kills Abby, right, mm-hmm. she heads back to the farm, realizes she's dissatisfied with herself and has a permanent marking of everything that she did, her lost finger. Mm-hmm. She can't play yeah, the yeah, guitar yeah. anymore. That makes yeah. for a more powerful ending. Yeah, it's just it's it's it was just anticlimactic, you know, because um, yeah, 
it's just I, I, I fundamentally disagree with it. And I, I know um, people will try to convince me otherwise. It's just I can't. I can't. Um, I'm not sure what your thoughts are about the ending. Uh, I know. I, I honestly, um, I feel as if the way they ended it um, is allowing there to be a, a the direction for part three. Yeah. I, I, I truly believe that. I think that um, that's probably the only reason why she didn't kill her. Because I think there's going to be another uh, 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 another war. Um, yeah. Eventually. You know, and, yeah. Yeah. Because I think what's going to end up happening is Abby <laughs> is going to get stronger. Like, I mean, she was already a strong woman, right? Uh, I think she's going to build herself back up. Um, the kid that's with her I think he's going to build build himself up, and I think they're going to go and try and because uh, uh, the way that it ended to me it seemed as if Ellie um, decided she's going to go back to Jackson. I think what's going to end up happening is Abby and that kid are going to go and try to tear down Jackson. I yeah, actually felt just... an emotional connection to these characters, bro. I I can't lie. I, at first, yeah. I hated Abby, but. Her reasoning made sense. Her when it was like, as they they went further into the story as to why uh, 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 she killed Joel, I said okay, that makes sense. I like I I I, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, the reasoning is it. the reasoning makes sense. That yeah, I've said before too. Is um, obviously I don't want to linger too long on the topic. Uh, for our yeah, reason, yeah, but I got you. Um, uh, the reasoning makes sense. I is like you're just telling me you you can pinpoint the exact location. Like what are the uh, that's another another aspect of of films I dislike mm-hmm. is when characters will somehow find like will somehow be at the location of where mm-hmm. an event has to happen. You're just telling me oh, you yeah, pinpoint yeah. like because I don't know what documents uh her boyfriend siphoned through, mm-hmm. but the fact you pinpointed his exact location because I think mm-hmm. they generalized and said he was in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it. You don't know where Jackson is, and I don't think Tommy is the kind of person who, who like it, it. just makes no sense. Like, why would you leave behind where you're headed if you disbanded from the yeah. Fireflies? Why would you want yeah. to risk endangering the people you're going to be, uh, you know, you're going to be looking over in the case that the mm-hmm. Fireflies view you as a potential threat to them, mm-hmm. or try to you know try to exploit you for resources in the event that right. you know uh, they're in need of something. So it was just like stuff like okay. that. It, it's just illogical to me, and like I said, it was just. That's why I feel like The Last of Us was, was a more simpler story, explores the relationship between a, a new father and daughter, um, and also highlights the brutality of the world they're living in. It's really as simple as that. So if um, if we get if those those holes are filled for you in the series, okay, do you believe that The Last of Us the series? Will be better than than The Walking Dead. Um, I mean, the last was part two. Like, would ha- would need like a total, like restructure. Uh, for me, anyway. So, I don't think they do it. Um, okay. if they did, we'll see. I I haven't watched The Walking Dead in years to compare, but I, I I'm mm. I'm assuming so. I mean, you have a bunch of talented directors on board. Uh, very talented actors as well. Mm-hmm. So, and I think mm-hmm. HBO is putting in a, a bunch of money. 
into the project as well. So I yeah. imagine they're trying to, you know, recreate the world we saw from the video games, albeit in the live action setting. So there's a chance. Yeah. There's, a, there's absolutely a chance. I mean, um, I think The Last of Us, it, I feel like The Last of Us is a more interesting universe um, mm-hmm. in terms of how they executed the whole affected. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they have these, like these mindless, well, I, walkers or zombies are mindless too, but um, I, don't mm-hmm. know. I, I like mm-hmm. the fact that they're able to run. <laughs> and oh I mean, God. I know it's kind of weird to say, but I like you know it creates actual Scares intensity too. The fact yeah. that you have you know these these creatures, right, who pretty much who have like similar um like movements mm-hmm. uh, to humans, right, uh, which mm-hmm. makes them so dangerous compared to the typical walker, unless you're you know just in a horde of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's. That's sort of where I stand. I mean, I, like I, I know I joked around in the beginning. I said thank you so much. You know, I want to head out of here, everything. But I, I would say I respect your opinion. Uh, many people share your yeah. your sentiment too. Um, yeah. They very yeah. much think the game is a masterpiece, or it's a great continuation of the original. Um, I don't, and you know, I think that's sort of what the what the beauty is of having these kinds of conversations, because oftentimes yeah. it devolves with like huge yelling matches where one person is trying to, you know, get a point across and the other interrupts. And, you know, that's why I get, like getting a chance to talk with you because I, I didn't even know you were playing The Last of Us. This is me yeah, finding man. out now, yeah. so it's really cool that, you know, you're trying to go into the whole video game realm, and, you know, it's nice to be yeah. able to play stories that aren't as, um, you know, gameplay-oriented. I mean, they still have gameplay segments, so, you know, mm-hmm. the player isn't just, like, sitting at a, pretty much watching a movie, right? right if you right. play a video game, you want to be able to physically, you know, uh, toy, toy, toy with your controller. Yeah, uh, and yeah. All that. So, yeah. I mean, sorry, I like think... I said, I, I rambled on for a while. You go ahead and talk. No, you're good. Shut me good. up. Me I up. think I think uh, <laughs> the um, uh, the budget is potentially about one hundred fifty million dollars for the first season. Oh Jesus! Which is <laughs> it? Def- is that's definitely more than Game of Thrones. I think Game of Thrones had about a hundred million. Um, yeah. So and I, from what I understand, this is going to be a 10, 10 episode uh, season. So I'm I'm expecting. Um, there to be a, um, I'm expecting there to be a lot of, um, things done to avoid what, um, season six of Game of Thrones did. That, that's why, that's why I'm, that's why I think, uh, HBO is probably the perfect place for this, uh, this series because there is, uh, um, uh, a lot of stuff that I think they're going to end up doing to kind of avoid those pitfalls. Um, so even some of the stuff that that happened in the game that that uh, some people may not be a fan of, I think that uh, they might do a good job of being able to either avoid those things or taking the story to another uh, area where you're not expecting so much of that. Because I, I know um, Pedro yeah. Pascal, who plays Joel in the series, he said that he didn't even like play the game or finish the game so that he could uh, avoid imitating the game completely so being able to make it uh uh his own i think is going to be a very interesting uh 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 uh, thing to do and i'm excited about that i don't i don't necessarily want uh a play-by-play of of a game i want them to be able to make it their own but still reminiscent of the game because what i don't want to see is that's why that's why i'm saying like i don't really care about the uh the whole uh, 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 the whole thing being 
just just the first game. I want them to explore different areas of it. So I want to know more about the Fireflies. I want to know how yeah. this outbreak began. Um, what 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 caused it? Um, you know what it looked like beforehand. Uh, you know Bella Ramsey, um, who was actually in Game of Thrones, I think, right? Game of Thrones, yeah, she's gonna be playing L uh, Ellie. So I'm looking forward to seeing how she does because um, I thought she did a masterful job in in the Game of in, uh, Game of Thrones. I thought she did a phenomenal job. Um, but she was really she was a lot younger back then. If I'm not mistaken, Ellie was around like at least in Game One was like around what twelve or fourteen something like that. Um. I didn't think about that actually. Something somewhere around what, there. Was there like a there's a five year jump. I think she, wasn't she fourteen? Somewhere in there. I just I know she was, she was nineteen in Last of Us. That's right. A five year gap. That's right. Yeah. So I th- I think she I think she was fourteen. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think about that. I don't but, I don't know how yeah. old Bella is, but she looks like she's probably around that, that age. So I'm expecting there to be a lot of. Uh, a lot of um intrigue with that sure and they got they got some other people that that have connections with uh, uh hbo as well like uh, Mur- murray uh, bartlett um who was in uh jesus what was the name of that series um the white lotus did you ever watch that on hbo uh, i did not i have not i have not that was that was actually a really good show i i enjoyed that it was a good series um they're coming out with season two i think later this year so uh i would say check it out if you want to it was it was, it was a pretty intriguing uh, uh story but um i'm i'm interested in seeing how they what they're going to do with this again i don't want them to go shot for shot but my 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 bet the last of us the series is going to be better than walking dead it is it is amc yeah. like you said got lazy um and 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 uh, I think between by by the time Glenn died, that's when it seemed as if the sh- the, the series kind of took a, a hit. Yeah, they were also just they were so lazy. They were the storytelling. They you know, were. Um, they were. It's just you know obviously that's a conversation for another day. Um, it, it's just I I, don't, I can't put my finger on it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's so much you can you can say. Mm-hmm. To you know, to to support why they've been lazy. Yeah. Um. At least in prior seasons, right? Because I'm not sure what what they're up to. I really don't know what they're up to now. Me either. Me either. Um. But it's just um. I don't know. I really can't put my finger finger on like a a, a single reasoning. It's just a, a amalgamation of things. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of I, unfortunate I, to see all these talented actors being wasted. Right, yeah. right, and I know they're coming out like you said. They're coming out with a, a spinoff, um, another one. Uh, this would probably be the third one that they've had. Uh, Tales that... of the Walking Dead, the Carol and Daryl spinoff. Wait, hold on. Um, they did Carol and Daryl. They're going to do a Carol and Daryl spinoff, and they're doing a spinoff with Negan and Maggie. I knew about Negan and Maggie. I didn't know they yeah. were actually doing. Okay, see that's yeah, just... and also yeah, they're doing an anthology series too. So basically, like every, I, I think my a suspicion is like every episode will be dedicated to new survivors. Cast Olivia Munn from uh, X Men. Oh you my might. god! Yo, yeah. So stuff like that is why I it, it's just a very oversaturated 
uh, medium, mm-hmm. or well, not medium. Sorry, it's just she's just oversaturated. Like I, I I'm just I don't, I, I don't like hearing the word, seeing the words, walking the plaster all over my TV screen or yeah. all over social media. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've yeah. given up on that show. And I don't mean to be that like, that one guy who who's just like no. I get I gave up on it too. I gave yeah. it up on it too. It, it, yeah. it's it's it, it to me it did a lot of what you were talking about with with The Walking Dead. I mean, I'm sorry, The Last of Us uh, Part Two. Uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, holes in the story to me, where you know they they may explain some stuff like retroactively, but it was just a lot of things that just didn't make any sense to me in terms of of, of progression with the with the show. Um, I would have preferred. I'm one of those people that where where I might hate a series ends, you know, maybe around season three or season four. If it makes sense for the show to stop instead of carrying on, I'm perfectly fine with it. Like Stranger Things, for example. Perfectly fine with them ending that, like when they're gonna end it. It's a great series. Um, but we don't need more than what they're gonna give us. Ozark, another one. Yeah. Ozark is is a phenomenal series. I love that that show. But you know, I think we're in season four now, or uh, uh, they're coming out with part two. I want to say within the next month or so. Uh, may- maybe, may- I might be wrong on that. Uh, but it's coming out sometime in the, in the next month or two. Um, and I'm perfectly fine with them ending it right there. I don't, I don't want a story to 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 carry on just for the sake of, you know trying to get the season Money. 10 or whatnot yeah because smallville did that <laughs> smallville did that where it, it got lazy like seven and eight i want to say actually seven eight and then nine is where it started to somewhat pick back up and then 10 they ended it off you know i i, I didn't i liked it i liked that they ended it but it, it, it ended way too long like fast and the furious is another is another universe that has carried on way too long and now they're saying that uh they want to go back to the basics of fast and the furious with the next film yeah if like, I, if it was from the produ- one of the producers yeah i saw like well what like, are we talking about here like you should have done that six movies ago yeah, stay stay space. we don't need space. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like, we don't need no going back them saving the world yeah that that my, i just watched that movie oh my god i haven't watched it I, I, oh Horrible, man. Horrible. I, I'll say this much though. I uh, only thing I'll, I'll comment on that uh, before we move on here is uh, mm. I think at this point, like my ideal Fast Ten is bringing like literally go, like time travel. So I literally like if they start <laughs> developing cars that can go back in time, like back to like the caveman era, and then you have like them like go, like literally that'd be so cool. Or you know even this um. Like face you off against dinosaurs or something. Like they yeah, open yeah, up a yeah. portal and they start like face you off against like this giant dinosaur, like a mm. tyrannosaurus or a pterodactyl. I I feel like they should they should do it. I, I, I... There's so much potential. I mean, at that point, <laughs> crossover Jurassic Park, call it a day. Make it so a billion yeah. dollars. Have yeah, Sam yeah. Raimi direct it. Watch the box office explode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I, I don't even want to. That's, that's just an embarrassment of a franchise. And Vin Diesel talks about it. I'm sorry, I just. I have to say, no. you talk about it like it's cinema. Like this guy yeah. is like, oh, yeah. the, the the mythology of the family that we like, bro, like stop, 
Yeah, I love yeah. you, Vin Diesel. Like you're a good person, but like you're just he not in good movies, it. bro. Like yeah. I, I'm sorry. People watch I, it ironically. I have not heard a single person who who wakes up in the morning and says, "I love Fast and Furious <laughs> because they're high quality movie." They're watching they're it because it's stupid. They want they're like make, a popcorn flick, and we they're pay making, for it too. So they're making, making you know they're, they're making Universal Studios a ton of money. That's the only reason why they're still they're literally the only reason existence. why that franchise is continuing. Like I, I want I, honestly, I want Fast Ten, Fast Ten back in time, and then <laughs> Fast Eleven to the future. Hey, if, if they it. do that, if they do that, they have to visit the Transformers uh, universe and uh, 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 battle over. battle each other in in the vehicles that transform. That that they have they have that, to. Do that, I feel like, like that'd be that. cool too. Or like like a, go to this is like I might go to Star Wars too. I, I'm fine with it. honestly if they if they do, I'd probably get a movie a five out of five. Like, <laughs> if they, if they do if they do that, I would actually be impressed. I, I mean, I'd be impressed like on a on like a, on a studio level, I probably yeah, actually got yeah. the rights to certain characters or whatever. Yeah, I mean the movie would be stupid. I don't know, bro. Honestly, I'm done. Like it's just so tiresome. Um, but luckily for us, what's not tiresome is that we actually have a chance to watch good movies. Uh, yeah. Um, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, thank God we did. We, I, look, we will not be doing a review yeah. on fast, fast anything. Uh, that, that I can't. Is... I mean, I I want to take it serious. Like, what am I supposed to say? Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel like punches his fist into a pillar in Fast Nine, and then Yo. everything collapses. <laughs> that, this <laughs> you're joking, you're joking. But he actually did something like that. <laughs> he, he he did that. He, he right? actually Didn't he do that in like a he overpowered <laughs> like um like a bunch of like armed guards. Yeah, in his last in his last and one, then yeah, yeah. um. Or like in the scene in Fast Nine, where like there's like a broken bridge, and then the piece of rope connected yeah. under the. I love like... Vin Diesel. I love Vin Diesel. To be honest, I, I love the guy, but there, oh there's my God, man. there's a lot of layers <sighs> into why I think he has issues. <laughs> Like Bloodshot, did you ever see oh, that movie? No, I, I it looked bad too. It looked like it a, was actually good, like a early. Well, it was actually all. I thought it looked like an early two thousands, like action movie that flopped. Yeah, it, it and will no. like randomly get a remake in like ten years. It, That's it how was, I viewed it, but it was reminiscent of that. But it was actually good compared to a lot of stuff that I've seen with him lately. <laughs> That was actually like the, that was on like track the, of being better. It was actually reminded me yeah. of uh, Chronicles of Riddick. R- okay, so th- I'll be honest. I heard Riddick is a the original is a pretty good movie. But yeah, yeah. I, I never, Black and Chronicles it. of Riddick. I, I can't were, take Diesel seriously anymore. Those are those are good, but yeah, yeah. Not 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 with Fast, not Fast Fury. Now I'm not Absolutely. mad at him for getting the money. I'm not mad at him for getting the money because if, hey. if Universal is gonna is, is gonna is gonna um uh, fund that. You go right for it, you know, yeah. I, and I and I don't care if that makes that means that you go to Pluto, like you go you go ahead and, and go for that. But I mean, to be completely honest, I don't know why any of us actually watch this movie. I waited until it, it became a came onto a streaming service. There was no way. Yeah, yeah, pour, yeah. Pouring money not, into it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. No, no. I already, I already Out have a subscription to the to the to the platform. So if it's on the platform, okay, I'll watch it. But I am not gonna go sit. 
uh, spend ten, twelve dollars in a, at a theater to 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 willingly sit through something like that. No, no, I gotta be home and have nothing to watch. Man, <laughs> yeah, I just give up. Franchise, I give up on that franchise. So we're just, yeah, 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 man. But uh, I'll tweet just to be honest in regards <laughs> to that. But um, I don't know. Do you think this is a good time to? To take a break, or do we, uh, yeah, do think, we just I try think, powering through? Or, I think that's like, it, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. It's just like, if, if you watch the Fast movie, if you watch oh, Fast God. 9 especially, like... Nah, anything just, after just, Fast 7, to be completely honest, like, 6 and 7, well, five, 5 and 6 were, were extreme. But they were extreme in terms of, like, okay, I could, I could honestly, I could still get it whatever cool after that i don't want to hear anything else about the series they should have they, they honestly they should have gone on their merry way when they sent uh uh, uh paul walker they, you know, they, they should have that that should yeah. be the end of it where we heard that yeah that, that's that a, yeah that's something i'll never joke around about um, yeah that, that, but that's that's where that's where it should have ended that's where it should go 100 i mean there are elements in the, yeah elements in the movie i'll make fun of like yeah because there's still so many ridiculous things that happen yeah. that that really that have happened in recent yeah. uh, fast movies. Yeah, I just can't. I think what really anyway. like caught me off guard was when The Rock took a submarine missile and then guided it <laughs> on, on ice. I I don't know. Or like when um. Hey man, I forgot was, about that. <laughs> yeah, or in Fast Six, where like he like then jumps out the car. And then he catches Letty in the air, and then somehow doesn't receive like doesn't sustain any damage landing yeah, on a windshield. Yeah. yeah. And he oh, does a change. That. There's plenty of that in in this last one, man. I, like, I understand. Oh, it was bad. Like the whole like convoy scene where like it's like it's like literally like somehow it's sliding on a flat surface, like mm-hmm. still. Like, mm-hmm. it, like apparently like friction doesn't exist, right? It, it, it's yeah. not the fact yeah. that like it's it, it's not the fact that like. It was still moving. It's the fact it was moving as fast as it was before it went down that like that dirt slope, and yeah, it was yeah. just like going down and down and down. Or like they yeah. brought in like magnets, yeah. And then you're telling me that not a single person has something magnetic on them, like they were just conscientious about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I oh, I mean maybe they were. I I didn't really watch the movie. I'll be honest. But like it goes it, down. Yeah. It goes through a, a building that's being constructed. Then it's being twirled around in the car, uh, in like this huge convoy, and he jumps out. Before it falls off a cliff, yeah, I, I'm not making that up. But that's what no, happened. that's exactly. It, it literally how kept it was. going down, and it, it reached a mountain. <laughs> I, I don't know geography, but I don't know how you go from <laughs> that. Like I don't know how. Like I, I just trust um, me. It, I, I feel the same way. Man. The, the, the movie was just, just ridiculous in every way, shape, or form, and I understand. I'm not, honestly, won't come. Back. I just, you know what? I get it. But the fact that Heck Paul yeah, Walker is still alive in this series is blowing my mind. Because how yeah, are you actually going to show him? Yeah, prayers to obviously prayers to Paul Walker. Like, um, but I mean, as long as the family gave gave them permission, um, if they do plan on bringing his character back, um, but I don't like that man. I'm not really a fan of it. And I really I'm don't like how Vin Diesel brings them up in in such in such bizarre ways. I mean, you've seen on social media posts how. He says, um, 
you for someone as Pablo, obviously it's difficult for him to. I, I respect him in that regard. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. difficult to refer to someone he lost by their mm-hmm. real name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he he makes these weird comments, like you know, he gave me a sign that John Cena should have been in the movie, that he should have been my brother. It's stuff like that is just, you know. <laughs> stop. I have to I have to be careful. It's just. <laughs> No, that weirded me out. I don't mean to laugh. We're not laughing about yeah. For content, we're not laughing about yeah. Exactly, we're not laughing about Paul Walker. It's just the explanations he's he gives for why certain people like John Cena should make an appearance in the movie. It feels almost disrespectful. It does. You know, it's almost manipulative. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't like that at all. That's what he tried to do with the Rock. Like we need to do this in in honor of 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 Paul. Yeah, and I I don't think. Like the Rock didn't have that connection with Paul. Like, yeah, know, I mean, he it, 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 they worked together, but they worked together. But it's not, not to return to. He didn't a, make a, a promise. Yeah, he I don't like that. Promise. I don't like that at all. That's, that's, that's that, awfully that just disrespectful and it is. manipulative. And yeah, it's, yeah, just, it's just come on, like Vin Diesel, like like I said, Vin Diesel, you're like uh, like overall, you're a good person. But don't do that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm Cause not I de- honestly, if someone were to do that to me, I'm not. I don't want to appear on the same same uh movie screen as you let alone yeah. be in your company yeah yeah, uh, yeah. you know yeah. If, if you're willing to go that far just to convince people to, to appear in your movie yeah you know yeah. um it's so wrong i don't like that i really don't yeah but. that that went that threw me off a lot so yeah but anyway uh anyway uh people we're gonna go ahead and take a small break real quick um and then when we come back <laughs> we're gonna be discussing <laughs> Uh, was the 2020 uh, film uh, Nine Days? Yeah. Uh, so we'll be right back. Hi, hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between. My name is Jessica Lemon, and I am the host of Sour, Sweet, and Spooky. A paranormal podcast with a little true crime squeezed in. Because where there's paranormal activity, there's gotta be some kind of true crime involved, right? I talk about ghosts, aliens, murder, cryptids, urban legends, conspiracy theories, and more. Stories from all over the world for you to enjoy every week. So check me out on social media, at Sour Sweet Spooky, and pretty much every platform that podcasts are found. And be ready for a brand new story. Oh. And remember, stay sour, stay sweet, stay spooky. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's uh, Matthew Tirado, and of course, with my co-host, Derek. Well, I'm technically the co-host. Yeah, but anyways, in this part, uh, we're going to be talking about... (laughs) Let me start from the beginning. Uh, Hosts are back, Derek and Matthew. I don't like doing the whole formal thing, so let's just get into it. Um, yes, we had an opportunity to watch a, a beautiful film, uh, Nine Days, uh, two or so days ago. Um, sort of resonated with us, uh, you know, deeply, and we just wanted a chance to really get a chance to, you know, bring films that are not really just widely discussed. Um, oftentimes, due to them not having a very long theatrical release, uh, mm-hmm. other times they're simply, you know, not marketed whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that uh, I was aware about for the, the past year or so. Um, I never had an opportunity to. To, to watch it i definitely never had the opportunity to discuss it um and i thought you know this is a nice chance to uh you know just to light on the film that 
I view it as a total masterpiece and uh, I'm sure Derek, uh, you know, feels close to the same or, uh, you know, has his own thoughts on the film too. So, um, yeah. So uh, in short, nine days is simply about uh, a man named Will. Uh, he basically just conducts interviews for five unborn souls um, and sort of we'll go more into details about it. But um, this, this film as a whole, I think it is beautiful in the sense of how it's just a, it's just a reflection of the meaning of life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sort of how we try to find our own purpose. And uh, the opening question I really had, and this, you know, goes to Derek is, you know, um, what, what do you think this field taught you on a, on a personal level that you feel like you can bring into your own life perspective? Uh, what are some scenes that you feel like, you know, make you reconsider your whole, you know, your whole worldview, uh, if you will? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, well, one thing that, that I, I realized with this film, uh, Actually, starting off, you know, I didn't really understand what was going on, because again, I think I told you this before, but I don't, I don't watch trailers. I don't look up the synopsis before I, I just go in and and, and watch. Um, and this, this was, it was intriguing at the beginning because there was a lot of like, what's going on? All you see is just this this guy standing there, sitting there watching multiple screens. Yeah, and uh, and th- these are old TVs too. Like there was. <laughs> you're, too, you're, too, you're probably too young to even uh, 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 have experienced one of these TVs, but there's a there's uh, used to be TVs that basically were like furniture. Like the whole frame was wood, and the screen is set inside of it. And it, oh it's, yeah, it's like yeah, I had to get talking about. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, my family had one of those, and that 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 TV lasted majority of my life. <laughs> And, and and my parents had that for years before I was born. So, um, wow, yeah, man, it, it, it I saw one of those on, on in 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 this movie. I was like, oh, that's that's a good throwback right there. But yeah, 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 yeah man, it, it it it's just you're wondering what's going on. It's just a guy watching a bunch of people, you know. And uh, late, you f- go to find out, you know, it's it's him watching these these uh, these people's lives, stuff like that, and and. I was actually thinking about it because it made me think about my childhood uh, uh, when um, when uh, I actually had this feeling that someone was watching me. <laughs> so that's what that uh, this whole thing actually reminded me of. But um, no, I think initial thoughts, uh, very well shot uh, um, and a uh, pretty good pace. I actually enjoyed the pace of the, of the movie and story. Um, yeah. Not knowing it's a two-hour movie, so you know I know there's a lot of people that don't like those long films. I I enjoy long films like, um, what was it, uh, uh the uh, Justice League, uh, uncut I think was somewhere around like three, <laughs> four hours, yeah, four hours, yeah. Justice League, yeah. Loved every bit of it. I I I I as a kid, I'm not sure if you ever checked this out. But there's a there's a a a, a movie that was on BET called Jackson, it was called Jackson 5, something like that. It's based off of the life of Michael Jackson and his family and how they got to start. That's like a, I want to say it's like a six hour film. Like, wow. you, you sit and watch it, you're going to be sitting on your, at, at your TV all day, basically. And and I, I like, I've, I've always enjoyed longer films, so uh, seeing a, a, a film that's like this, that that's very well paced and um, uh, still very well done, uh, was was uh was good. I I until it, when you suggested this movie, 
I saw the cover art one time, one or two times, but I never like checked it out because I was like, I never heard of that. I'm glad you suggested this, and I, but I want you to tell everyone why you suggested it. Yeah, so I um I found an account over Instagram. Uh, I think Denegis he sort of deactivated himself uh, a bit. He basically covers uh, like Star Wars, Marvel, etc. He's a great person. I joined his live streams and sort of interacted with him there. Mm. Um, and so uh, he had rec- I think he where he lives they were showing uh, nine days. Okay. Um, and then he basically posted a, like an image from the movie, and he said, "This is like one of the best I've seen in a long while. Uh, if you can support any local theater, please do so." So that was my introduction into this oh, movie's okay. existence, right? Okay. Um, and sort of I I looked into it out of out of sheer curiosity. You know, I I don't own my own car at the moment, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. even if you know a theater had you know had the movie available, chances are I wouldn't have been able to see it. And I know for a fact that. The, the kinds of movies that I'm into are definitely not the ones my parents or my brothers or other extended family members are into as well. You know, yeah, I kind of just like yeah. sit around wondering why we're watching another generic action movie. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm that kind of guy, right? Um, but yeah, and I, I read the synopsis and I thought it was very interesting. Uh, the mm-hmm. idea of someone uh, overlooking uh, your own personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And really, I, like I said before, it's just, I love when films really talk about uh, life itself, right? How yeah. we should, you know, develop an appreciation for, uh, for the experiences that we, you know, we're, we're creating for ourselves and ones that are ultimately meant to resonate with us until, you know, we pass on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, that's really why I suggested the movie. And I, I tried to know as little as possible uh, beyond the synopsis. I, I think it's important for me anyways. I like to know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, pause. Before I, you know, <laughs> before I, <laughs> this was inside joke. Into but uh, yeah, you, you keep doing, yeah. you do that, and I don't even see where it's coming, man. Like sometimes I even hear like the, yeah, the joke yeah. after that. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah, but um, no, it's just like uh, you know, I I really think um, it it lays such a great groundwork uh, yeah. to really discuss something that all of us share which mm-hmm. is life right mm-hmm. um and there's a real beauty to it um and yeah so that's really that's sort of what uh what drew me to the film and uh obviously based on your response to it as well i, I think you you certainly enjoyed it uh oh yeah, yeah dare i say loved it as well so yeah um and i'm really glad you mentioned not knowing about it because um you know, with this being, uh, you know, this was made on a ten million dollar budget. Uh, it only made nine hundred fifteen thousand uh, wow. dollars in the box office as well. Wow. Um, and sort of you commented on uh, how well shot it was. Um, mm-hmm. but something I, I did want to reflect on too is the, the acting as well, because normally in in lower budget films, sometimes the acting can feel a bit cheap, right? Oftentimes mm-hmm. they're probably first time actors who've never been on camera before. Um, I personally didn't feel that way, right? I think I honestly felt that every person there. I mean, uh, you know, you have Tony Hale, you have, you have Winston Duke, who created the Black Panther, Zazie Beetz, um, uh, Benedict Wong, if I'm not mistaken, if that's his last yeah. name too. So you have experienced actors. But what were your thoughts on the performances as a whole? Yeah. So um, I, excuse me. Of course, I didn't know anything about the movie, right? But I didn't know that Winston Duke was in this. 
and um, it, he didn't get his his big break until Black Panther, but he's been in a couple of things uh, 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 over the years, um, and uh, I think had I known he was in this, I would have watched it because I he has a he has an incredible presence on screen. Um, that if you you know if you watch uh, us for example. Um, the Jordan Peele movie, his presence is just like, it's just, it's felt in, in, in on screen. And I don't know what it is about him, um, but he's, I, I enjoy his, his, his uh, dialogues. It, you know, it's, it, it's, it's really, it's really strong. So I, I, Again, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even look at the cover art before I watched this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, I just hit play, and I was like, "Yo, that was that's what's the dude." I was already drawn in at that moment when I saw him. Mm. Right. So, um, I knew there was going to be a level of intrigue, and 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 uh, uh, depth when I saw him. But then, uh, I I think I only knew Zazzy Beats was in this. Um. I always mess up this uh, mess up his last name, but um, Bill Skarsgård. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Skarsgård, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Skarsgård. My bad. Yeah. Thank you for um, thank you for mentioning him. Yeah, he he. I didn't know much about him until it, right? Yeah. But I, I actually, he's he's a good performer too. He's a good performer. He uh, but I didn't know he was in this either. But. Between uh, uh, him and 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 Benedict Wong and and Zazie Beetz, I actually thought that that their performances with Winston Duke, I thought all four of them had like, ooh, I don't even know what the right word is. I, I felt like there was um there was more depth there to the story because those four were in the film. Yeah, and I, I'm really like glad. I'm really happy you mentioned that because uh, most people expect um, characters to be developed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I emphasize, you know, made sure to mention these are unborn souls, right? I mean, these are people yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of discovering, um, you know, discovering the opportunity of life, right? Mm-hmm. What they mm-hmm. have to do. Uh, in, in order to uh, you know complete the you know complete the the, the interview process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it so might be a live. bit off putting for yeah, exactly to to live, yeah. right? And I think yeah. it may be a bit off putting for some people where you don't see other than will. Um, maybe a bit off putting for these people not to have development, but that that's mm-hmm. the point, right? I mean, they they were they came into existence with set personalities, right? They came into existence with their own thoughts. Uh, and yeah, yeah. thoughts and perspectives, right? So yeah. when you see Winston obviously having these conversations, asking them, asking them to reflect on different uh, point of views uh, from Earth, right? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was just very interesting to see all of them having very distinct ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What were their major takeaways? Uh, what's something that they feel like, you know, they're interested in being able uh, to relive, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was just, it was it was really done in my opinion. You know, I, I, oh, yeah. one of the few exceptions where I think development because I think in this case too is like the idea is that at the end of the day we're all regular beings, right? I, I mm-hmm. like to use the word mm-hmm. beings in this case because you're not technically human, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're all regular humans, 
right? We don't need to have, you know, some expository dialogue, you know, it's, you know, in everyday life explaining, you know, where we came from, Um, you know, what are your list of passions, Um, you know, when were you born, who are your parents, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Everything comes out naturally. You know, in conversations like this, what we're doing now, everything comes out naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I really, I really love that about, about the movie. And um, a question I did want to ask with that too is, which character uh, appeals to you the most? Um, and I think that will allow us to sort of go more in depth about, uh, you know, the certain scenes or just the overall narrative, uh, the ending perhaps too. Uh, you know, which one stood out yeah. to you as, wow, I really see parts of myself because of, you know of what the you know the overall message of the film is. You know what I I I would say, the one character I mostly aligned with was Emma. Um, yeah, and that's because she had this this natural curiosity about, you know, everything. Like you know why, uh, uh, uh any certain things uh, worked or um, how they worked. Um, uh. uh getting to know the thought process behind certain things like it was the it was her natural curiosity throughout the film even at the beginning that's the one thing that struck me different about her from the other people that that will interviewed is that um when will asked her what she would do about um you know if, if her the, the examples that he gave everybody interviewed is that um uh, your child is uh, gets gets caught, I think running away or something like that, and uh, they're now um, being hung, but they're standing on a chair and there's only this this chair is the only thing that's keeping them alive, um, and and the the guy that caught him, the kid is telling you, uh, in order to save the other people in in the 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 what camp concentration camp the concentration camp situation yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, the only way you could do that is if you if you remove the chair from underneath your son, and you know other people are saying, yeah, I would do it, or I wouldn't, or you know, I'm I'm gonna attack the guard or whatever, whatever. Um, but she was just looking at it. She was like, she was trying to figure out everything about like like why would he even have a kid, or you know, all just all these other questions she ended up asking. And 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 Will is just like yelling at her, and she's like really not even reacting she's trying she's she's just looking at him trying to figure out why he's yelling and i think that's actually what um was struck uh uh i don't know how to pronounce his name kyo 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 Kyo. um that's what struck him from the very uh uh beginning with her is that her reaction wasn't the same everybody else was kind of like startled or whatever she was just ah that's interesting um, because my thought process was, you could remove the chair from underneath the kid, and still pick him up. The kid doesn't yeah. have to die. You and know what I'm saying? Like I, all the I, all the guy yeah. said was move the chair, and you could save the lives of people in the camp. It didn't mean that your kid had to had to die. And remember, and I, I it's interesting bringing it up because uh one of the uh the candidates so I actually. I think it is important for us that at some point to discuss why these particular shows are being interviewed. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. go into that because it's very important for the main character, Will, played by Winston mm-hmm. Duke. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the candidates, Kane, uh, mentioned, I, w- I would just shoot the guard. 
yeah, 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 yeah. And then Will yeah. says that's not that's not an option. And mm-hmm. um, I will touch on the ending. So Kane ends up being the one uh, with the chance, you know, being gifted the opportunity of life, right? And mm-hmm. I think this is large part to him having a very open-minded perspective, um, one that can, that, one that's filled with a bit of uh, cynicism, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also he's fully aware that the world has imperfections, right? Yes. And for yes. you to sort of you know, uh, to sort of to gloss over every problem the world suffers from, mm-hmm. you do not understand the meaning of life, right? Life is yeah, meant yeah, to be yeah. full yeah. of those difficulties. Life is ultimate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the ultimate meaning of life, uh, for me, anyways, is love, connectedness, and family, right? So right the question right. is, how do we sustain that, right? How mm-hmm. do we try to, you know, become a person that one. You know, we you know first off we have to love ourselves before we can you know reciprocate that same love to other people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also you know how do we stop ourselves from feeling a sense of loneliness? You know how do we yeah, yeah, yeah. try not to live a regrettable existence, right? Yeah. And um, that's sort of what I what I really love about the film is that Kane is sort of highlighting well, you know whatever extends beyond here, you know mm-hmm. is nowhere near to what you know real people deal with on a regular basis. Oh, for sure. um, and that's why Emma even said too, you know, wh- why are you focusing on that? You know, um, that uh, no, but that that's that's yeah. that brings to the point where I was about to say, uh, go to uh, this. This film to me was more so about perspective. That's what life is about, right? Uh, exactly. uh, it, it was Kane was more so focused on the, on the negatives, and Emma was focused on the positives. Yeah, right? and and and. Of course, she had that natural curiosity, but she's just like, "What? Why is it that you have to focus on that?" Right? Like, yeah, that stuff happens, but you don't have to focus and like dwell on it. Yeah. Look at all the beauty that 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 that's 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 here. Uh, and and Kane was more so like, "Why aren't you focused on that?" Yeah, and I think it's it's also displayed uh in their clothing there's a there's a many attempts in the film to Mm -hmm. uh there are two color choices they make Mm -hmm. yellow and blue Mm -hmm. uh yeah 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 and in uh, one of the final scenes where uh will asks uh emma and kane why do you think the other person next to you doesn't deserve life kane is wearing blue yeah. Right. To highlight how he sort of has a, a negative, have has a very negative perspective. Emma is wearing yellow, right? Mm-hmm. Symbolizes mm-hmm. optimism. A person who's mm-hmm. willing to, you know, to see the good in people, um, and the world around her. Right. I I love that, and it, it it's even more so demonstrated in in Will himself. Um, and that's a question I wanted to ask you as well. Is um, you know, so was there anything about Will that stood out to you? Uh, and with that as well, like, um, what were your thoughts on uh, him reacting to Amanda's death? And obviously, you can give the context to uh, to who Amanda is and sort of how it led to, um, you know, pretty much what the events of the what the movie's about. Yeah, well, Amanda is the uh, person that he chose um, previous to 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 live and. Uh, well, the previous soul that he chose to live, and to be completely honest, 
when I first saw that, um, she ends up, she ends up, uh, uh, they're watching her drive, and Will and, and Keo are watching her drive, and she loses control, and um, plows into into a pillar, and they're left speechless, like trying to figure out like what 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 just happened, like you know you know she just get into a car accident, like what she didn't just kill herself, like that 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 that, that was the whole thing. Like, Will was just like that. There's no way that she she did that, but kind of find out she she did commit suicide. Um, I didn't get to read that letter though. I wanted to read the letter and I kept forgetting. I was like, yeah, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna pause it. I'm just keep going. Um, but what did you do? You know, like what her essence of the, of the note was. Um, afford, I, I'm sad to say I didn't pause uh, to read the letter. I I, I want I want to say in one of her lines it was I apologize. Like uh, I'm sorry, Dad, Mom, and Mom or Dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I think honestly, I think for me, I'm not sure if you feel the same way. I, I like to leave it up to interpretation of what she wrote, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then yeah. we can sort of have our own conclusions of well, for Will, I, I think it's important for Will to know why, uh, you know, Amanda committed the act. But for the mm-hmm. audience, right, that forces mm-hmm. us to wonder. Again, it's all about perspective, right? Because we mm. we don't know what people are going through, mm-hmm. right? Unless they explicitly mm-hmm. tell us. And sometimes people are very, um, uh, I'm trying to find the right word. Like, not submissive, but um, I guess are a bit apprehensive uh, to share how they feel because yes, a, a fear of judgment, or you know, they'll be you know they'll be viewed as someone trying to elicit sympathy from others, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in Amanda's case too. What is the most, or Will's case rather, I think what's the most devastating is how he said there was nothing wrong with her. Like I, I don't know, yeah, you know yeah. why she did. Like I, I like there should have been warning signs. Like I, I could have been the one to stop her from, from doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see him sort of lash out after uh the note was revealed, the the suicide note was revealed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and to see him when when to do give a strong like amazing performance. But the yeah. scream he let out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he was, because uh, basically, for context, uh, uh, every uh, person uh, Will and Keo watches has different tapes or whatnot mm-hmm. that they can revisit at, at later times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sort of, he's uh, basically hit going to the shelf, slams down the ground, lets out a massive scream. Uh, and that was just so, um, it was just very depressing to see. And yeah, you, you yeah. know you you felt you you felt for Will, um, yeah. You know, and I mean that's really a testament to the film where, you know, a testament to both the actor and, and the, you know, the director here, where you can sort of communicate that level of emotion without using many words, and no words yeah. were used until yeah, you know, after that initial scene, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just you know, it was tragic, tragic. Yeah, yeah, man. I think, uh, and the one thing that that um. The one thing that I think that that he did pretty very well in there in that film, uh, at least in, especially in that in that that portion of it, was um, showcasing that emotion, like you said. But it was kind of like it was very intriguing because while 
while the people that they're watching are souls that have been chosen to live, they um to me I don't I, I didn't it's it's intriguing how how connected they are to these to these people when they don't have more than nine days to interact with them right before they're born yeah. before they become a, a living soul um and also after that part that part of it they're not interacting with each other like will tells uh, uh kane at the end like you will not remember me right so it's intriguing to know that he had that connection with someone that doesn't even know who he is doesn't remember yeah. anything about the process doesn't remember anything about how everything began um so i i i personally i get what you're saying in terms of of wanting to be left up to the uh to the interpretation of the audience i'm one that that unless it's not shown or not read for us that's the only way i'm okay with not knowing the like because sometimes the director will will intentionally not allow the audience to know certain things about specific characters you 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 kind of have to guess or or draw your own conclusion as to what took place right but when it's shown i like i like to be able to 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 pause it and and read i tried but the, the 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 handwriting wasn't as legible in certain spots, so I didn't even. I I just I think I like read the first line. And I was like, All right, I'm 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 gonna just keep moving. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna continue to read. Try to read. Yeah. It. Um, but I wanted to know everything that that took place, right? Because that's one of those things, like someone committing suicide, and you not being able to, um, understand why it took place is one of those things that a lot of us have experienced with, with people, you know, that we've known. Like I, I've, I've, I had a close friend of mine that, that committed suicide um, years ago. And then I didn't understand uh, why she did it. Like I was mad at her for years until I went through it. Right, and I'm like, okay, now I understand the process, or the thought process of why she would she would do something like that, and you know, I came close a couple of times to actually to actually doing that myself, but um, it was one of those things where I, I I I you know it was almost like divine intervention at moments um, to to pull me back from doing that, but I can understand why someone would do it, and then no one knows like you hide that you hide that and if you're hiding that from 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 family and friends like i just just with this character amanda like if she hid it from her family and friends what how would will even know how how would will know because you're not doing anything you know dur during your day that that hints to to you thinking about it you're not saying anything to anyone that hints to anything about it from what i can understand we're in, in, in where will the position will is in 
he's not able to know someone's thoughts. He can just see what they see, right? See what they see, hear what they see, and that's 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 it. So if that's all you're you're going to 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 receive, you're not going to know or see what leads up to that unless you're seeing the moments when this person is, you know, by themselves and crying. Yeah. Right? And even at that, you might not you might not even think that this is exactly speaking from Will's perspective, you might not understand that that's the reason why they're crying, right? Because they're just crying. They're not they're not saying anything, you know, it's 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 just at that point it's just tears. So you're not you know you're not you know really understanding what took place so will will's um heartbreak was the of her committing suicide was the uh a uh, uh, turning point for him because up until that moment he was really um kind of patient he was patient with 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 those souls right and then after she 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 committed suicide, all patience went out the window. Dude was, dude couldn't take it anymore, and it was very intriguing, um, to to see that because it it was, I don't really, we didn't we don't understand how he he actually dies right, because he was the only person that in this film that that actually lived, um, well there was someone else that that lived prior as well, but she she had a very small role, but. Um, oh, so are you referring terms... to uh, Cecilia, Amanda's yeah cousin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she in terms had... of like, yeah, yeah, in terms of like the the actual the main characters, Will is the only one that actually lived. Yeah, you know, we don't get an understanding of how he died, right? No, we are given uh, they allude to what possibly could have led to his death. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do not recall if they gave an exact explanation. Uh, I, I feel like that's something I would have remembered, but yeah, me um, too. There's a very important conversation Will has with Emma, uh, mm-hmm. where he he basically uh, he he has this like hypothetical scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Basically describes someone who who disliked drama club, but the mm-hmm. people disliked him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And to summarize, he basically this person felt. Excuse me, a great sense of loneliness, right? Yeah. Um, and something I noticed too is that he sort of he will wallows in self pity because yes, yes, he yes. absolutely despises himself for not living a more fulfilled life. Yeah. And with that too is that I I think what frustrates Will the most is that another person can feel the pain he felt while living yes yes and the very yes. person that he yes. watches over mm-hmm. right is one that he cannot help there is mm-hmm. no way you know will lives in a realm where you know lives in a separate world right mm-hmm. there is no way there is no like direct means of communication it, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of because even amanda comments when, when she's a when she's very young uh her mother says as she's coloring a picture Oh, is that your friend? You know, the one that we can't see. He's like, I, I know I can't talk to him, but he's always with me. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wow, yeah, yeah. Stuff along those lines too, and it's just it, even the question I posed. I, I think I mentioned to you uh, yesterday because we were having a brief discussion, and it was, um, you know, the question I literally wrote down: Is he seeking to treat others the way the world treated him? 
was my question. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That was reinforced with uh, there's another candidate named Alexander. He's the more sarcastic type. Um, yeah. Doesn't really take much of anything seriously. And the last conversation they have is, you know, you sit there and you judge me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can't do the same to you. Like you don't have the decency to explain, you know, why, you know, why I'm being removed from the process, why I have to fade from existence. Mm-hmm. Um. And Will just sort of stands there, you know, taking the taking those those comments, you know, taking the profanity, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it was just, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much you can really discuss about Will. The fact that he became a a conformist. Right, he was you know, very stuck in his ways. He didn't mm-hmm. really want to open up too much. He just stuck by, stuck by the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't interested in venturing on and anything beyond venturing anything beyond what he actually does, which is you know it's, accept a single soul uh, for the opportunity of life, all of that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, um, it's just very powerful too. There's one quote I wanted to mention, and it, it, yeah, it's yeah. my favorite. Well, it's my favorite line in the entire film, and it's, and what you feel is nothing compared to what people do when they are alive, and that was mm-hmm. when, uh, Alexander is watching, uh, Fernando. So Fernando is like another uh, person, uh, that Will sees from their perspective. Uh, he mm-hmm. Fernando it was a police officer who became paralyzed after an incident, um, and you know Will. I remember, I think this was a little bit after Will discovered Amanda's. Uh, suicide, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember yeah, the, the so. structure of the scenes, but if that was, it makes sense why he lashed out in that way. Yeah. Um, but I was curious what, what the line sort of uh, means to you uh, personally or, you know, uh, anything like that. Like, you know, uh, yeah. So sort of like, what does that line, you know, mean to you? Like, what, what is like the biggest takeaway uh, from that? Well, it's apparent that these souls don't, they have like a, a, a small amount of feeling or emotion right they have like maybe like this base level but it's nothing in terms of like what a a, a human being would experience in terms of pain joy like like they they're kind of most of them are kind of just like even keel they're they're not they're not up or down right um which is why I think that Will is tortured by his uh, his existence almost, because he can feel all these things, and and these people these souls can't, right? And having that 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 one moment where he actually like imposes a uh, uh, um, pain. Like he 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 hurts Alexander, right? To to make him feel something, puts him in an arm lock, and and like like this is like minimal to what you're you would actually feel as a human. Um, that that um, it, it makes me wonder if he actually committed suicide. Well, yeah, I was under that. I was under that impression as well, um, only because of how shocked 
and responsive he was to yeah. the way she she passed on. Yeah, I think Will would have been as equally devastated, uh, mm-hmm. regardless of the way she, regardless of the way uh, Amanda would have died. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I it just I mean just the way because um, Keo even says too much love, no one to give it to. In reference yeah. to Will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he felt total loneliness mm-hmm. to a point you where you could see that he was extremely yeah. depressed. Yeah. You can see yeah. it. You can see it. It, it. it it's when you when you find yourself And they do the colors too. Because notice how most important shot actually I I'll have you take the reins on that in terms of the, the shot that we were talking about uh yesterday yeah, with Emma yeah, and if yeah. you wanna comment on that, but Yeah. No, but I I think um like the shot you're talking about is when, when he was talking to Emma, um, and then she was she came to the door and asked him if he wanted an apple or something like that. And um he ended up closing the door and it's a the shot is is a, a, a in between the wall, basically. Showing her on the left and him on the right, but she's she's dressed in yellow. She's in this yellow dress the entire film. Uh 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 but the, the light behind her was yellow and Will is in this is in his office or something like that, uh, uh, or file wherever he put his files, and uh, the room is blue. I believe he had a blue shirt on. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, and you could see just how hurt he was in in just in that scene. But this is that's that's what makes me feel as if he, as if he he did commit suicide because. The visceral reaction that he had when she did commit suicide, um, is like he understood what pain she felt to lead to that point. But he was pissed that he didn't see like the build up or catch the warning signs. And even Keo was like, yo, like like even if you did, what would you have done? He says nothing. Yeah, because you can't do anything where you are. You can't do anything. There's yeah. there's nothing that you're gonna be able to do. Just you know, to relieve that sense of guilt off him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like that's that's just what leads me to believe that he did commit suicide because when yeah. you're that alone and and depressed and uh, 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 like Keo said, he had all this love but no one to give it to. If you're you're just in that space where you have no one to to uh to help you out right like that's what that can lead to i think that's the, that's the only reason why like i didn't commit suicide my family was there they didn't know i was going through it but they were there for me and and even my ex like uh was there for me so i didn't like that's the only reason why i didn't do anything yeah. because I, I i knew how it was going to affect them if i if i if i didn't care how my family felt that i wouldn't even be here I wouldn't, but like that's. I think that's what Will was experiencing. Like you're feeling as if there's no one that that cares about you, which you know he even alluded to. Like you know, like this this boy, no one liked him. Like so, if you're alone and, and have no one, then I think that's what that's what kind of hurt him because Amanda had all these people that loved her, right? Like she wasn't alone. And I think that's where he's kind of like, well, if she had all this, why? 
you know and that that's that's the one thing that you know even you can have all of that you can have the family and friends and stuff like that and and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter the, the pain is too great sometimes to to overcome that which is why i was i finally got to the point where i'm like okay i understand why my friend did what she did you know cuz you know everybody loves you but you know there's something that that's deep down that that if you're not if if you're not paying attention or you or you're not around someone all the time, uh, even if you are around them all the time, like because even her her father didn't understand because he was he was thrown off, right? So I think that's like what 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 Amanda's family felt is like, you know, we we love you, and and this ended up being something that 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 took place, right? Um, I think that's why Will was in that depressive state. Yeah, no, and uh, I, first of all, I want to thank you so much for for sharing your mental health journey. It means a lot for oh, you yeah, to yeah, yeah. obviously, uh, yeah. you know, review that because it's always uh sort of difficult to you know discuss that. So I really like I really appreciate you for for sharing that sincerely. Oh, well. for sure. Um, for sure. I think. I mean, you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right. You know, um, and I love. What I think the ending is so satisfying too, mm-hmm. when Will sort of um, uplifts himself, because Emma. So yeah. basically, any candidate who, um, who uh, I want to I want to use the word fail because it's not technically failing. Uh, we'll just say you who wasn't failed, chosen. right? Who wasn't chosen? Yeah, even better, right? Um, can basically have a memory recreated for them. And Will and Keel mm. would do their would do their best in doing so. Emma, we don't know what Emma writes on the paper, right? But it's clear Will feels discomfort in what she's requesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that he that he says no. Later, mm-hmm. it's revealed that Emma decided to write a note specifically for Will, saying, um, "You know, be mindful of the world. You know, be appreciative of uh, of what you are able to do." And really, just have a chance to reflect on all like the, the smallest experiences you share, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's sort of what, what that's what's so creative about life itself, right? Mm-hmm. That we're mm-hmm. able to forge those kinds of memories. So, you know, throughout the, throughout the house and even outside of the house, uh, or the outposts, whatever you want to refer to it as, uh, she wrote sentences about yeah. this is where I watched uh, uh, X's uh, POV. Um, this is where me. This, this is the part where where Kane was laughing at uh at my at my poop story, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, this is where I saw Mike, another candidate, have a chance to uh to experience what it's like to be on the beach, right? Right. All of that. Yeah. And then we discover that with him being in the drama club, he was uh, I suppose he was a poet, right? And mm-hmm. so he spoke freely, and there was like a he felt rejuvenated being able to. Sort of express himself in a way that others didn't really get probably never had a chance to see no one saw that side of him before and right. the final line is thank you mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. cuts away yeah was done i mean that is kudos to like that was the best possible ending yeah man. Say, I, thank you i think that um the the great thing about emma is that she was able to she was this the, the, just this being that was able to remind him 
of the good in life, which is why I loved her character because that's all she was consistently doing that throughout the film. Yeah. Right. Like, even if someone uh, 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 had some type of negative take, she just like looked the positive on it, and and you know she's she told him take time to 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 reflect on on the good, you know, like that that's something that um. Because the one thing that that I, I found interesting about Will is that he was able to he wanted to create these last memories for these these beings before they uh, they weren't existent in existence anymore. Um, and I think I think Keo explained that he was the only one that did that. Like other, um, I don't even know what title he has, but anyone else that's been in his position wouldn't do that. You know, they 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 don't take the time to do that type of thing which is another reason as to why i think that he um he ended up committing suicide because you know he wanted their final moments to be something joyous and 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 um peaceful right before they didn't exist anymore and i think that's what that's what he didn't feel before he died Right is 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 that joy and that peace at the end of his life, and so I think that's what he wants to give these these uh these beings, uh their, that moment to just you know be at peace, and for him to ask uh, Emma what she wanted to experience, and she basically alluded that she wanted to experience his his uh his um monologue, yeah. And he said, "No, you gotta choose something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta find something else. A bit too I'm personal for my liking. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And she said, "Well, you asked, and that's the first thing that came to mind. So, yeah, if not, what okay, else. it's all yeah. good. And, it, it, yeah." And, and Zazie did such a great job. Zazie, I think you pronounced her name correctly. Yeah, did such yeah. a great job of saying, uh, just like a, a sadness uh, to the way she delivered a line. There's, oh, I, I can't think of. I, I don't know." What else? Mm-hmm. Like I, I mm-hmm. can't think of what else to, uh, to have reimagined. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this film. So there's so much we can you know dissect. Um, but for me, I just I I've never seen such an incredible film before. Uh, yeah. In, in terms of uh, what it, what it was looking to communicate, uh, how the characters were written, or how ultimately. This is just meant to be a reflection uh, of us, right? Uh, yeah, about yeah, how yeah. we sort of need to take the time and appreciate, uh, you know, what we have in front of us. Uh, yeah. We have a very limited time on this earth. Uh, it's a sad reality, mm-hmm. and um, you know, really do your damnness to, you know, live a life, you know, you find uh, happiness in. For sure. Um, for sure. So, but so. You know, I think I think one of the, the thing about this film that 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 struck me too is like thinking of like what what takes place before we're born, yeah. right? Like that 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 was the one thing that I loved about this because we don't know, we don't know what happens before you're born. We don't know what happens after we pass. Um, you know, we have different ideas as to what those things are. Um, different religions believe different things, uh, but ultimately, uh, you know, some people think that after you pass, nothing happens. Like you're yeah. just 
it's that's just the end. Um, I don't think that because energy energy doesn't stop, right? It's just oh yeah, it, it's something it continues. It just it's transferred. That's what that's what energy is, and energy is is, is transfers from one point to another. And I think that um, thinking of it like that. I believe something else is at the end uh, of, of everything, but um, it, it's it, one thing. I'm not sure if you watched this, but there was a film, animated film on Disney Plus called Soul uh, with Jamie Foxx that I think came out. I want to say like maybe like last fall, something like that. But it reminded me this. This reminded me of that, where it's just it's it's a lost soul, and I, there was there was a. Um, there was a scene where I think Alexander, as he was coming to his end of existence, just walking off and, you know, he just faded off. It kind of reminded me of what, um, what that, what that film soul, uh, showed, which was a wandering soul. Yeah. You know, like kind of just like stuck in this, in this, um, in between place. You know, and I, I, that that yeah. that's what that kind of reminded me of. So, no, I, I I thought this is a beautiful piece. This was this is a, a an amazing movie. This is one of those movies I would end up uh, actually buying, um, on 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 uh, DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, I definitely want to buy a purchase a physical copy. Um, yeah. There there are two two brief points I want to bring up. I know. Uh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, close to wrapping up here, but I would be remiss not to talk about the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. won't go. I, I, like I said, I, I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, speak too much. Obviously, I'll probably all you'll probably very tired of hearing my voice. Um, oh no, you're good, you're good. But if you, uh, <laughs> but I think even if you search on YouTube, Nine Day Soundtrack, one of the pieces, uh, or pieces of music is called uh, Ten Thousand Three Hundred Twenty Seven Days of Life, and it is the violin uh, solo that Amanda plays. Uh, because for those who aren't aware, she's basically this like vi- this violent prodigy, which surprised Will more so that you know, given uh, her chance to have a luxurious career, um, that she mm-hmm. would she end up taking her own mm-hmm. life. Ten thousand three hundred twenty-seven days is how long Amanda lived. So the song That's is amazing. in dedication to her. That's amazing. Um, How'd you, you find uh, that out? Uh, I was I was looking at the soundtrack. Um, and I, I saw the number. I was thinking to myself, why does this number seem familiar? There's a brief scene where he wrote down 10-327 when she was rehearsing for her uh, for the concert. Yeah, she didn't live that. the full day to reach 10,328. Okay. So... I thought I thought that was brilliant to have. That's very interesting. Very yeah, subtle, that, but very interesting. Yeah, that is. I like that. Stuff, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, boy, the other point. Well, I, I suppose you touched on that. It was just to be a matter of like, uh, how the souls disappeared. Mike, for example, I I thought um, yeah. like how he he scribbled like this a uh, a beach, um, in mm-hmm. a journal, after yeah, uh, yeah, watching yeah. the the POVs of of real life people. Um, there's even a comment he said, I, I, you know, I knew I wasn't good enough when he didn't, um, when he wasn't chosen. Um, and as someone who dealt with, you know, mental health issues in the past, 
you know, I, I, I had that kind of mentality, a very dangerous mentality, right? Um, and it was sort of nice to see someone who, you know, clearly didn't think much of himself to have that happiness before he, uh, you know, he perishes, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, that was a very beautiful scene. And the way the camera pans down uh, and you see the adult disappear uh, mm -hmm. was immaculate. So yeah. um, I guess with that, um, what would you rate the film? Uh, where, where do you stand? Do you, do you consider this a masterpiece? Uh, do you think there are like a few minor flaws that prevent you from, you know, giving it that perfect rating? Or uh, where do you stand? Uh, uh one of those perfect films to me. I, I'm I'm like out of five, uh, 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 ticket stubs. I'm I'm gonna give it a five. That was that was that was that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I I am the same way. Uh, which is surprising because uh, for those who who have seen Weekend Heroes, uh, yeah. or even some episodes of Realist, I'm I'm very critical. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me to say something is a masterpiece, uh, yeah, it's something. It really the only like minor gripe I have is that the pacing is is a bit slow at times. Mm -hmm. It is, but it is. I can forgive that because the writing is so damn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I yeah. I was like, you know, I'm this is an experience. So it is. Yeah, I, I just. Incredible! I I remember the guy that ended up uh, enjoying the film. Uh, I this is definitely something I want to pick up. You know, have like a physical copy of. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm really glad I had a chance to, uh, you know, bring attention to a film that really didn't, you know, didn't get much recognition. Um, oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, let me let me speak to that 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 dragging out part real fast. I think uh, it just hit me as to why I think that they chose to do that, because. For Will, there were moments where it felt like things were just dragging along for him. Oh, and okay. Things are slow. I think that's exactly why they did it that way. Yeah, that's okay. That, yeah. So now I forget yeah. that. Yeah, forgive it. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. But no, this is definitely not yeah. a film for. I, I will uh, preface it by saying this is not a film for everyone. Um, and yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. I, yeah. so I let me rephrase that. I, I don't want to seem like oh yeah we're the only ones who are who, who are capable of watching these kinds of films. It's just for those who are expecting something um, more fast-paced, this is a very mm -hmm. patient film. Uh, yes. I can yes. tell you, like, definitely now, like, me and you, we, yeah. you you had the opposite. So I, you were fine with the slow build. I hated the slow mm -hmm. build because I didn't find anything yeah, yeah, yeah. compelling. Um, so, but I think if you wait for its execution um, mm -hmm. and sort of what it's trying to tell you, Mm -hmm. This is an unforgettable experience. Well, see, for me with that film, though, I think the reason why the slow build, I was cool with it, is because I was expecting for something. I thought I was, I was expecting a good payout at the end. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There was, there was, yeah, 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 exactly. In the moment, that's what I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm, I'm good with whatever. That's, I, this was slow at moments. So I was like, same way. I was like, okay, I think this, this is gonna pay off, and it did. Death on the Nile did not pay off. That 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 was it was that was just that was not it. I, I it has so much potential. <laughs> to me, it has so much potential. Like just just starting off, but um, yeah, I would agree. This is not one of those films that if you're one of those people that that uh, need a lot of fast movement and you need a lot of uh, 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 action shots to get through, this is not for you at all. But if you're someone that loves great storytelling and 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 um, 
uh, a nice build to lead off to something that is that that is very satisfying at the end, you'll enjoy this movie. It is, and I told you this yesterday. This this felt like to me like like a museum. That that's that's yeah. that's how it felt to me. It felt the like shots a were gorgeous. The stillness of the camera, even the opening scene where the where the camera pans away from uh, the TV yeah. screen. Yeah. I. Yeah. Gorgeous. 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 Yeah, I love it. Gorgeous. Yeah. I love so it. So please love it. Uh, check it out. Uh, I think it's available yeah. uh, for streaming on Star on the Stars Net uh, on Stars if I'm not mistaken on yeah, Stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also available on Apple um on, on the iTunes Store for fifteen dollars. Please support this film. I know it, it it came out two years ago, but we need to continue to be able to support uh, independent films, especially ones that are so amazing as this. Um, so please, yeah. if you ever get a chance, or even pick up the physical copy, just support this film in every way because I think this filmmaker Edson Oda, he's a Japanese uh, Brazilian Japanese Brazilian director. I want to mm-hmm. see him continue to do work like this. Um, oh yeah. yeah, that resonate with me yeah. on, on such an emotional level. So yeah, yeah. Please, yeah, I, please. I think watch some, it. I think some movies actually take a little longer to to hit because there, there's there's a movie uh, with Halle Berry that that was that came out like ten years ago for some reason. The Caller, she has this horrible wig on and everything. It's, it's, this is weird, but it's uh now all of a sudden for some reason this week it was like trending like I want to say top four, uh, top top five on Netflix, and she was even asking like, "What is? Are y'all okay? Like what?" what? What's going on? But I think some I think some films just take a a, a minute for uh, an audience to uh, find, and and because they didn't have a big budget, this is one of those unfortunately that that doesn't you know get that initial uh, uh, press. Uh, but I think I think this is one of those movies that will actually end up getting a lot of uh, push at the end. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, man. But man. Great, great, great discussion. Um, uh, Jessica, we miss you. We'll, we'll hopefully we'll have you on the next episode. Um, but uh, yeah, please uh, uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, it's gonna be a Matt underscore T twenty nine over on Instagram. I, I still need to update my uh, <laughs> my name. So at least you know OTS is you know has yeah, corporate yeah. brand and everything. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, of course, I, I do want to say first off, for those who are unaware, uh, OTS is receiving a short sponsor. I want to give a personal congratulations yeah. to Derek over here because he's been doing all this hard work for <laughs> all these years, and it's well deserved success yeah. on his part. And you know, um, yeah. So I figured I'd I bring that to the attention of the people who are just unaware about it. Just congratulations to you, sir, and I'm glad I'm Appreciate able to be that. part of this brand and uh, you know, to make content for you. So. No nah, man, no. Nah, we we appreciate you uh, joining us, man, because it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a team effort. It's a group effort, you know, and 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 putting out great content for for everyone that that loves these various uh, genres is something that uh, could not be done without everybody, you know, on board. So no, nah, I I appreciate you guys for sure. Um, you can follow me at Derek underscore OTS. Uh, D E R R I C K. Uh, black way to spell it. But uh, more so, please follow the brand at OTS Media Co. All social media platforms, otsmediaco.com. You can check out all the, uh, the articles and other shows that are under the brand. Um, we have a lot of uh, updates to these shows with you know various uh, intros and, 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 and templates um, uh, for, for the, um, I shouldn't say templates, but the, um, 
the um, formula we're using for for different for different shows. You know, everything is getting updated. So uh, please leave a rating, a review. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, uh, Realish, you can follow us. I think it's I keep forgetting because we did change it. Uh, but on IG we are. Uh, realish underscore so r-e-e-l-i-s-h underscore uh please follow uh give us guys your feedback on what you guys think uh let us know what you guys want us to to watch and review and you know film or sh or series uh we, we have a series that that we're gonna review this next episode uh that that matt alluded to earlier uh but we want you guys to be able to just you know check it out check out what we're doing uh please let us know and and we'll catch you guys later Peace. All right. Thanks for watching and or listening as well. Yes. Apologize, thank you. But thank you guys. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys.